The World Health Organization estimates that 80% of the world's population still depends on medicinal plants for their primary health care, especially within developing countries where most global plant diversity is concentrated. The Himalayas form an uninterrupted mountain range extending across 3,500 kilometers from Afghanistan to China. They host some 10,000 species of medicinal plants. The trade of medicinal plants from the Himalayas to industrialized nations and neighboring countries is growing at a tremendous rate for use as pharmaceutical compounds but also as cosmetics and other household products. India's Ayurvedic industry and China's vast medicinal plant market rooted in ancient medical systems use hundreds of tons of raw materials from the Himalayas each year. Dolpa district, north of the high Daligiri range of mountains, is a remote area of Nepal near the frontier with Tibetan China. 40 to 80 tons of raw medicinal plants are exported annually, especially to India. Here for a dharni it's about 70 to 80 rupees and a dharni is about two and a half kilos and uh, in Nepalganj it sells for up to 80 to 100 rupees per kilo. Selling medicinal plants is an attractive proposition for many local people despite problems of loss through poor storage and the low prices paid to collectors. These are from low valleys lying to the south of the district or from neighboring districts. The plants are transferred by plane to the Indian border. The opening of an airstrip in Jafal 20 years ago has opened the gates to the large-scale collection of a few species. A sword of Damocles hanging over vulnerable, slow-growing and highly site-specific species. Mountains carry complex ecosystems related to altitude and intricate local variations in the environment. The great diversity of vegetation types at Dolpu includes conifer forests at low altitudes, subalpine and alpine communities above the tree line. In the rain shadow of high mountain ranges, away from the reach of the monsoon, arid land supports vast areas of trans-Himalayan steppes. A large variety of medicinal plants thrive in these highly diverse habitats. Medicinal plants used locally or subject to trade often grow in microhabitats and many of them are perennial herbs with rhizomes which are slow-growing. They are vulnerable to over-harvesting and rates of extraction of such species should be regulated carefully. The inhabitants of Dolpu live a good few days walking distance from modern healthcare facilities and depend on medicinal plants for their own survival. There is a hospital at the district headquarters of Denai, which remains desperately empty. Doctors, nurses and assistants are unwilling to work in such a remote area. 
In villages located up to 4,200 meters high in the mountains, healthcare is provided by traditional doctors, known as amchis, following the Tibetan medical system. Their practices are deeply grounded in the concept of universal compassion associated with the local religions of Buddhism and Bompo, the latter being the ancient religion of Tibet. For the Amchis, the healing value of plants and their precise identification is crucial. Shei Poksondo National Park, with an area of 3,555 square kilometers, is the biggest national park in Nepal. It covers most of the administrative district of Dolpa, currently referred to as Dolpu. In 1997, the WWF Nepal program started an integrated conservation and development project. The Northern Mountain Conservation Project at Shepok Sundor, in collaboration with Nepal's Department of National Parks and Wildlife Conservation. The People and Plants Initiative is assisting WWF Nepal in conserving biodiversity, together with building capacity of resource users for management. The conservation and sustainable use of medicinal plants is the overall aim of the People and Plants project. This video shows some of the approaches and methods used, highlighting major achievements. Some 3,500 inhabitants, mostly of Tibetan origin, live inside the park, a sparse population compared to the more dense Hindu populations living in its southern periphery. Monasteries and monuments associated with Buddhism and Bompo are an integral part of the park's landscape. Shepok Sondo is therefore a refuge not only for endangered plants and animals, it is a bastion for the spiritual and cultural values of the ancient culture of Tibet. Prior to field research, numerous meetings were conducted to identify local conservation priorities and related development concerns. The formation of a multidisciplinary and multicultural team was a major step forwards towards consolidating linkages between different stakeholders. The team consists of carefully selected young researchers, including botanist Suresh Gemire and sociologist Yeshi Shodan Lama to expert Amchis, Amchi Champanawang from the neighboring district of Mustang and chairman of the Himalayan Amchi Association and Amchi Gyatsobista, personal doctor to the king of Mustang the customary head of the village of Pungmo, Mr. Chupa Baji a knowledgeable Amchi of Dolpo, Amchi Tangya Lama. Seven park game scouts who work in alternation.
and a coordinator of people and plants, Yildiz Omarudi, who assists the team through joint fieldwork and overall guidance and orientation. To understand the overall picture of plant knowledge, use and management in Dolpo, the team conducted a baseline survey in 1997. This involved ethnobotanical surveys. And assessing health care and the status of the Amshi profession in Dolpo. The results showed the immense knowledge of the Amchis, who use as many as 375 plants. Many more plants still need to be identified. Amchis have a good knowledge of areas of collection, including ways of collecting the medicinal plants sustainably. Amchis, however, readily recognize their deficiencies and are keen to learn more about improved harvesting. There is local concern about the declining status of the Amchi profession due to lack of proper training, difficulties of purchasing necessary medicinal plants from the lowlands, and a shortage of medical texts. The survey also revealed the harshness of life facing women at Dolpo, heavily burdened with many tasks, including the care and education of children. Child mortality is high due to poor hygiene, the high levels of smoke in the houses, and the difficulty of accessing health care and emergency services swiftly. Diverse information is needed to assess the vulnerability to harvesting of medicinal plants. This includes knowledge of plant life forms, the parts of plants collected, the amounts used, the sizes of plant populations, and the ecology and growth patterns of the species. Eighteen species are traded in large quantities. Most of these have perennial rhizomes which are collected. They include Jatamanzi, Nadostacus grandiflora, a species listed in CITES Appendix 2. 
and Kutki, Prychorhiza scrofulariflora, of which a closely related species, Prychorhiza carua, is also in Appendix 2. Both are known as Kutki and are mixed up in trade circuits. Kutki and Jatamanzi are highly regarded for local medical and religious use, as well as being traded in large quantities throughout the Himalayas. The involvement of communities living inside Sheipoksondo and in its buffer zone is crucial to ensure that the harvesting of medicinal plants is sustainable. Two major targets were set for work in 1998 and later. First, the development of a community-based model for medicinal plants management. And second, raising the capacities of Amshis and the women to improve local health care. These objectives are interrelated. The Amchis are well placed socially to guide the people in developing improved systems of management for medicinal plants and because they will certainly remain responsible for provision of much health care. The village chosen for a pilot is Pongmo, a hamlet located in Poksondo VDC. Pongmo lies within the park and is an area rich in medicinal plants threatened by encroachment by collectors from outside. The local economy relies on agriculture, with Tibetan barley growing as high up as 4,200 meters, and pastoralism, especially rearing of yaks at higher altitudes. While agricultural fields are very restricted, extensive forested and pasture areas yield large amounts of resources on which the inhabitants are highly dependent. The trade of products between Tibet and the lower valleys, using caravans of yaks, is also a major component of the local economy. For centuries, the high pastures have been used for grazing, as well as being natural gardens of medicinal plants. It is rare to find species in these pastures lacking some medicinal value. Kunasa, the largest pasture area of Pongmo, has been selected as the site for experiments on methods of harvesting Jatamanzi and Kutki and for developing a model for the management of medicinal plants based on a good knowledge of local institutions and social systems. Since 1998, fieldwork in Kunasa has focused on two aspects. A first focus has aimed at gaining a better understanding at landscape level of how people relate to the pasture, seen here as a management unit with many interlinked dimensions, including the geographical, 
cultural, religious, economic, biological, and ecological. Rituals such as the Yulsa Cholsa are propitiated each year in high pasture areas. It shows how gestures repeated from one generation to another enable the transfer of knowledge. These relate to the secular links between the people, local deities, physical components of the environment such as mountaintops, rocks, rivers and the original spirits of the area. They are believed to wield power over people and all sentient beings. The intimate links of the people to the land ensure that they respect all its resources, including plants, animals and even minerals. Responsibility to ensure that continuing benefits are received from nature rests with the Lamas. A young sociologist, Mr. Parajuli, identified two major institutions responsible for pasture management, the Dratsang and Yodigote. The very existence of these institutions is at the origin of the formation of a new local institution for medicinal plant management, involving both park personnel and local people. We hope that this year uh, we will start uh, a new plan for <coughs> collection of medicinal <coughs> plants based on the result of this report. For a sort of a committee for medicinal plants management this year, after the work this year, uh, and this committee will be linked to the healthcare clinic. A second focus for fieldwork has concerned the setting up of experimental plots for testing different levels of harvesting of Jatmanzi and Kutki, in which local Amchis have simulated their very selective, choosy system of harvesting. To do this, a clear picture of the local understanding of growth patterns was needed, as well as an understanding of different growth stages of the life cycle of plants. Ah. ジャラ。ジャラ。え、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、
bringing together armchairs for exchange of knowledge, identifying gaps, needs and ways of promoting their profession. Long working sessions with groups of armchairs were conducted to understand local vernacular classifications, perceptions of local habitats, size of plant populations, and vulnerability to harvesting. Secondly, favoring the exchange of knowledge between armchairs and women through training. Amchi Champa Nawang explains the major role of the kidney for supporting other body organs. Amchi Gyatso Bista uses a healthcare manual produced by the project for training. Thirdly, the construction of a traditional healthcare center in Poxondo VDC for the promotion of the Amchi profession. Distribution of Tibetan medical texts and providing raw plant materials purchased in Kathmandu for the running of the clinic during the first year. Cultivation of medicinal plants in the clinic yard is being attempted. Fourthly, the clinic is operating as a monitoring center through providing guidelines for the sustainable use of medicinal plant species and working in close collaboration with medicinal plants management committees from each village of Poxondo VDC. The committee in Pungmo is already operational. Members of these committees are responsible for checking that medicinal plants used by the clinic and by lay people are sustainably collected. To do so, they conduct rapid field assessments along transects and provide feedback to the clinics on stocks available and amounts which can be harvested sustainably. There is a huge need in the Himalayas and in other parts of the world to ensure that the harvesting of medicinal plants, whether used traditionally or for the rapidly expanding markets for herbal medicines is undertaken sustainably. It is necessary to increase the awareness of customers buying herbal products of the threats facing plants collected on a large scale. Ensuring the continuity of age-old traditional medical systems and the continuing availability of plant medicines for health care at the local level and for trade requires long-term commitment from those people who have received training under this project.
to give the next generation reasons for hope.